0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hi, everybody. Cheryl K. Unleashed. I'm back. It's my uh, second show after my uh, recovery, and I'm here with Michelle Fern. She's going to be joining us, and uh, we thought we would kick off this summer. We're talking about getting our pets ready for travel, for the summer heat, going on vacation, and all the things that would be beneficial and make life easier and smoother when you have a pet and you are traveling with the pet. A lot of people this time of year, the kids are off from school, they go cross country or they take long trips, they go on kayaks, they go on trips that you know are near a lake. So number one, I would think... Well, first of all, let me welcome Michelle and say hi, Michelle. Why don't you say hi? Hi, to everyone.
0: All of- nice to be here, Cheryl. I love Unleashed. Thank you so much. And I'm so
1: glad to be back after my uh, recovery that went on for too long. We're glad you're back. So let's get a list of what we think, um, that an animal Traveling with your animal, whether it's a cat or a dog, would need to make life easier and smoother and certainly calmer if the worst scenario should happen. Number one is being chipped. I mean, an animal today must be chipped. If you love your animal, you will have them
0: chipped. True, but for just talking about we're going on a trip, I think number one... Or we'll say number one and a half maybe is we'll make sure you chipped or have some kind of identification that's not going anywhere. So a super secure collar or chipped if you don't have a dog chip. Some people just don't or they can't. So number two though, or one and a half should be first aid kit. Definitely always have a first aid kit. I had on best bets for pets. I had a first aid kit that had this great powder. I think it was called clotted. So if your animal starts to bleed, you just sprinkle some of this powder and it stops it. And it's fantastic. But the first aid kit also has, you know, the bandage for doggies or cats that you have to wrap around that so that they can't rip it off and has a couple of other things in there. But travel, take a first aid kit. Sometimes you're not going to be in an area where you can get to a vet. And there's, you know, little scissors. I think there's little tweezers, uh, you know, in case something gets caught in your pet's paw pad. So first aid kit is crucial. Right. I
1: mean, I carry one in my car for me. And when I've traveled, even when I've been to Europe, I always had a first aid kit you know, not anything major, but certainly, you know, you need those things because, you know, when you're on vacation and you get sick or something happens, you know, the little things you would want, just like you would bring a sewing kit, you know, when you go away sometimes. If you're going away for three weeks, you know, a sewing kit is not a big thing. I mean, if you're going away and you're going to wear like buttons and stuff like that. So definitely, if you can, first of all, your animal should be chipped regardless, but let's just forget that. But You should also have the identification, whether you keep it in your car, in your phone, just like you have on your house. Like, God forbid there's a fire or something happens. It's a notice to the police. You know, there are like two cats and three
0: dogs or, you know, there's a horse in the barn. You know, get us out. So wait, so what are you saying? Identification. So if you leave your house and leave your pets with a sitter, have something? No, the
1: pet is with you. But, you know, these are identifications. You don't need the you know, your, your pet's name, you know, the address, just in case something happens. You should always have that because a lot of people go camping and you're not really in an area where if something happens to your pet. You should, you know, if you're going to be in an area that you're going to
0: stay in, there's vets all over. So but. on the collar, make sure on the collar there's right. a, some kind of identification, phone number or something. Your number somebody's number. I'm big on numbers because I don't like addresses these days. No, you me. wouldn't you wouldn't use too it. Much I don't even line, use an address so. on my uh, on
1: my luggage. It's a phone number.
0: That'd be crazy.
1: And they have this new gizmo now for taking out ticks. You just, you know, we used to use, you know, oil or you light a match and you put the match and it brings its head up. This thing is kind of like, I don't even know what you would call it, but it kind of goes around the tick and you just turn it and the tick comes right out and I guess you put it in baby oil or drown it or whatever. But ticks this time of year and what they're saying is there are new ticks out there and they are deadly. Lyme disease, forget that. These are worse than that. So you really have to be careful. And, of course, if you're going to be going into the forest or camping and you have a long-haired dog, it would really be something smart to do to groom your dog before you go. Because this way, if there's anything that falls on the dog or gets on the dog or cuts the dog, you'd be able to see it easier than, you know, traipsing through, you know, a long-haired dog. I mean, we're talking summer now, so it would be wonderful. And I also think gear a vest for water. You know, with everybody having pools, a dog should know how to get out of the pool, where the steps are. You train them where the steps are first. This way, when they go in, they know where the steps are. Because... They just jump in the pool and they will just jump in the pool because you're in the pool or they're hot. They don't have the capacity, many of them, to go to the side of the pool and just jump over. So teaching them where the steps are is good. You know, just like why I used to summer up in uh, upstate New York and there was a dock and the dogs all would jump off the dock, and then they would swim to the shoreline. It wasn't beachy, but it was a shoreline, so they were able to get out. So that and always have water. Just like you would always have water on a hike for yourself, you must always have water.
0: Well, I also think what you need to do when you're traveling with your pet, some people bring their pets to a place to be taken care of or travel with the pets. Make sure you bring enough food that's close or similar to the type of food if it's not readily available. For example, if you purchase the food from only from a vet, you might not have access to a vet's office, only markets. So it's good to have an enough, a good enough supply of food with you to last the dog during the trip, if possible, because switching food can make your dogs, you know, dogs' stomachs are more sensitive than ours. They like to eat the same thing. Right. And so this way it, will alleviate you know any stomach issues and if you have to switch to another food same some of the old food and you know how you taper it off mix it together and so they get used to the new food right that's a very good idea that's a good one bring similar treats bring a toy that so the dog doesn't get nervous in the car bring a toy or a blanket or something that they lay on so it has their smell so i'm in a warm area i don't really drive with my dogs that much but when I do, I, if I were to take a long trip, I would definitely bring a blanket or something that, you know, he's familiar with because sometimes he's right, nervous in the car right, right. and this way, that's they're a very calm. smart
1: idea. We'll be right back after the sponsor.
0: Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
1: Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try world's best cat litter, Zero Mess. The litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com.
0: They wake me up every morning. Their tails are always wagging. They're just running constantly and chasing, you know, shadows and sticks. Their coats are much better. They're very happy
1: dogs. If you want the dog to be healthy, you've got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I have three dogs, Golden Retrievers. And I make their own food, ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the lico chop. It takes a few minutes every week. Before the Dynavite, they were overweight. They slept all the time. So now they jump all over me when I'm putting it in their bowls. They're crazy about this food. And their vet said that it's so much healthier for them. Go check out rescue dogs. They're just waiting to be loved. Get them started
0: on this Dinovite diet, the health food for animals, and you'll see amazing results. eight five nine four two eight one thousand eight
1: five nine four two eight one thousand d i n o v i t e
0: dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio dot com. <laughs>
1: We're back and we're talking about making sure our pets are safe on family vacations, summer vacations, cross-country trips. And Michelle was just talking about she brought up car. So, of course, we have to get into we do not leave our animals in a car. They're not hot
0: dogs. but No. And then before we get to talk about that, though, I just want to mention... Look for travel products that are going to be really helpful when you travel with your dog. On Best Bets for Pets, there's been a lot of different types of travel products over the years. I know one that comes to my mind, because I've used them a lot, Solve-It has a lot of good travel products. For some people, depending on the type of car you have, you might have one of these little fur babies that jumps all over the place. They have straps so yeah, you can no, strap Yeah, you need a harness. That's the safest harness thing. Harness is good. You might have some, you know, old Mr. Zeus from even as a young pup. He sits on the floor behind the driver's seat, and that's it. He does not move. He's a freak. Most dogs are not like this. They like to jump all the ways out. I had a scare years ago where the window was only maybe half down my dog actually jumped out of the car this is on a mountain and was like dangling i'm fr- i didn't yeah. i noticed windows, it was crazy windows crazy closed
1: windows that they
0: closed cannot- or just a little crack right because they jump out and they could get yeah they she was dangling by a leash it was instant so she didn't get hurt thank god but no, still but they, another I, car I mean there are by. plenty
1: of videos online to show you what could happen
0: terrible but before you get on, Cheryl, but check for travel products that make it easier for you, whether it's harness or the dividers that separate, or if, you know, you're fussy about your car, they have certain blankets that will, you know, keep well, it they clean. have these comfort, all kinds these ha- of things. They have these
1: comfort vests that, because um, a lot of my friends, their dogs get really crazy during fireworks or thunder. They call them a thunder vest. For some reason, it comforts the dog to have it wrapped. But when I was driving... Down here from New York. I did do, you know, around my neighborhood, you know, maybe, maybe 15, 20 minutes. It wasn't enough because I came. It was a long ride. It was me and two cats. And it was mm, torture for me because they meowed and torture for them because they did not like country music. They didn't like my music at all. They didn't like any music. They never used the litter box. It was just, uh it was too bad, you know. Smelly uh, trip? No, no, they didn't use it at all. And I, you know, I stayed over at a friend's houses because it was during uh, Katrina. So, you know, I only went as as much gas as I could get till the next gas station. And I wanted to wait till everything passed. But I did stay at a hotel, motel, two nights, (laughs) red roof allows pets. But I had to make sure that there was no underneath the bed. And I was very, very sneaky. Because as soon as I fed them, I would put them back in the carrier. And they were very content, you know. So certainly with a dog, you know, definitely get them used to driving in a car. Make it a pleasant thing. A lot of dogs think when you put them in a car, you go into the vet and they get crazy. And you're not. Maybe you're going to the dog park. But if you get them used to being in a car, they'll be much better. Because who wants to take a trip with a howling dog?
0: Yes. Get them used to the car. Also, folks, even though your dog may like it, it's not wise to have the window open with their head out. A lot of stuff can go into their eyes and irritate their eyes. And their ears essentially. And their ears. So even if your dog likes it, don't do it. And I also, you know, sometimes I'm driving, I see a cute little, you know, fur baby, little small one, and in the lap of someone who's driving, that's another stupid thing. Sorry, but it is stupid. I'm just going to say the word. Because, God forbid you're in an accident, and that airbag goes, guess what happens to your little pooch? And those airbags are strong. So... I, you know, Don't drive with your dog jumping up on the side next to you. I mean, people probably don't realize it, that, oh, you know, I'm not going to get an accident. And probably 99.9% of you won't. But you'll hear on the news that one person had their little pooch
1: as they're driving. Plus, and they're a distraction. Airbag. They go by the, you know, they well, could go by. Well, airbag pops up. They're strong. That little pooch gets Or they could smashed. go by where the gas pedal or the brake is. You know, years ago. That too. My 21-year-old Cat Sam and I don't think there was airbags then but she used to wrap herself and sit behind me and I would go to toll booths wherever I would go she was great in the car she was like hysterical she was nothing bothered her but when you think about it now you got to treat them just like you would treat your children you don't leave your kids in the car you shouldn't they should have alarms that if there's pressure in the seats an alarm goes off when you go to get out of the car because I don't understand how people forget. They're just ridiculous. There's,
0: I had a situation a couple of years ago. And, you know, South Florida is pretty warm all year long. That's where studios are based. And, you know, when I lived in Los Angeles, I would take my dog for car rides. But here, I rarely ever, I never do it because it's it's just warm here. We're lucky when we get a cold front and it hits 60, you know, then it's like, ooh, cold front. But otherwise, it's just too warm. And there was a situation years ago where I noticed a car near me and there was this little dog in there and somebody else stopped by, you know, and I said, I didn't see anybody and see anything. I said, let me see if there's security. I'm going to go in the mall, see if there's a security. So went in the mall while I was looking for the security guard. I spent like three minutes, did what I had to do with return or something or something like that, and look for a security guard, didn't find it, thought, okay, I've already wasted like six minutes, let me head out, went out, and there's two more people by the car, and the dog is still in the car, so I called the cops, and the police came and we're all around the car and the police was trying to open the handles and there was a window was a crack open and the sunroof was open a little bit but trust me in the car it had to be almost 90 degrees yeah, it and, and by really this quick. time by the time the police came and everything else because you know there's a lot of strange people I mean you can't I think it's legal in almost a, in a lot of states you You've know got what? to check your state laws that you could smash the window and get I'm it not out. asking for permission I'll you know I'm breaking it with a brick so this young guy comes out and he's holding a water. And he said, and the cop said, you know, is this your dog? He goes, yeah. He goes, what's the problem? He said, well, you know, we've been here. Your dog has been here for half an hour without, oh, it's only gone five minutes. And the cop looks at the young guy and he goes, you want to you want repeat that five minutes? You want to repeat that? And he said, I wasn't, he goes again, I wasn't gone long. I, he goes, try it again. Because I knew how long the kid was gone because I had left, tried to find a security guard, come back, waited for the cop to show up because people are weird these days. I wasn't sure if, I, if you know, just to break in the window or what. I was hoping the person would come up. But people, you know, think about wearing a fur coat and sitting in a 90-degree car. And dogs don't sweat like we do. They sweat really through their tongues and I, I think through their paw pads. So... No hot cars, no little car rides in this summer unless you're taking your dog somewhere necessary on a trip or the vet or somewhere that they need to go. Right. They don't need to do errands with you. No. That's the bottom line. They're not
1: accessories. It's ridiculous. I mean, we're going to hear about it this summer. There'll be dogs. There'll be kids. You know, the same thing with swimming pools. There'll be kids in the pool. These are all avoidable. It's just not necessary. You don't take your eyes off of kids by a pool, and you don't leave kids in a car. You can't have that much on your mind. If you have that much on your mind, you know what? I don't want you driving at all because it's just ridiculous. You know, just like they came up with these things that you could, my car has it, you could see behind you, you know, if there's a kid or anybody walks behind you or a car drives, they should have some kind of an alarm that's triggered from the back seat that you know if there's something that's more than eight pounds in the back seat, an alarm goes off once the door is open.
0: Okay, well I think my purse weighs more than eight pounds, so but well let's not go there. But I do think that there should be something and like I said, I think there's laws just about in every state. You have to check your local laws I wouldn't check. I'd break the window.
1: It's a window. It's replaceable. I know down here it's allowed. I think, I. you know, I've seen it on the Internet. They run this in the summer all the time, reminding people, what would you do? And most cars now, you know, maybe this was years ago
0: with you, most cars now with a Slim Jim, you could get into it. Yeah, well, that's my situation before that, that I was describing. That's what the cop was trying to do. But here's another thing. There's a lot of people will do this as a substitute. And this is also pretty stupid. They'll leave the car running with the key in it, lock it, you know, have a second set of keys and leave their dog in the car with the car running. Well, What if the dog happens to, you know, move the handle on the console so that instead of park, it hits drive or reverse and the car just starts going? Then
1: what? That's another...
0: There's no reason to bring an animal with you. Uh, Even if you have a doggy carriage or something and it's so hot, it's not going to be comfortable for your dog to be out there and be so hot. They don't need to go shopping
1: with you. I mean... It's just, you know, they're not an accessory. I don't care what size they are. But also, you know, if you were camping or you had a cabin in the woods or you're going cross-country and you're going to be out west, you got to really be aware of the berries and what your dog might want to nibble on because and what animals are there. You have to have them tied. You can't, like, let your dog run loose in the woods. Well, in a, in a national park,
0: you wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Have your dog on leash. It's always better. I mean, I know some safety people. Safety first. You know, yeah. Safety first. Another thing, too, talking about taking your dogs, you know, hiking and camping and everything. Make sure, please, check your dog's paw pads. Those little, I don't know, they're weeds or something with the little sticky flowers. They're little sticky things you walk right. through and you get them on right. your pants. Brambles, and like What happens is they things get embedded in your dog's paw paw pad easily, especially if you're like Mr. Z, he has furry paws. And they become an irritant. And the extreme is that your dog might need surgery to get it out. So you don't want to have to go there. And the other is that it's just very annoying and they're going to chew and chew and chew at it. So just, you know, try to make sure that the hair on the dog's paws is cut low if you have your dog with hairy paws and check their paw pads. Things get stuck up there yeah. very easily. Right. What about for cats?
1: Well, you're not going to let... Although, you know, my other two cats, I was able to let them out and they stayed with me. But I wouldn't do that. It's just not worth it. First of all, the grass here is different. It's just not worth it with cats. If I'm going someplace and I'm saying I'm renting, you know, a cabin for two months or something, I certainly would bring my cats. But I wouldn't let them out. It's it's just not worth it. Number one, out west, you know, (laughs) my girlfriend, she got a new couch and they put the old couch in the garage. And they weren't able to find their cat. They looked everywhere. They called up the trucking company. They thought, you know, maybe the cat jumped in. But they were convinced that a hawk got their cat.
0: Oh, my God. A
1: hawk? A hawk. Took their cat? Yeah. I mean, you know, you go out west in a camper and the cat's like on top of the camper sunning themselves. You know, there's hawks there. You know, it's prey. Anyway, the cat lived in the couch for 43 days. No water. In the couch? In the couch. 43 days. They went in there. They called her. Nothing. She happened to just go in there. She heard the meow. Inside the couch. She was terrified. 43 days. No food. No water. How do you like that? I don't know how the cat lived. Cat lived, but they were convinced that they searched and searched and searched. They were convinced that a hawk got it. You know, a little cat, you know, or an eagle. I mean, oh, that's nothing terrible. for them. I've seen on the Internet eagles attach themselves to goats and try to get them. Crazy. Yeah, well, you know, a hungry man becomes a thief, just like a bird of prey. When they're hungry, they'll go for anything.
0: Okay. So let's
1: summarize If you wanted to make a list on what would pertain to you, if you were going to go away, I'm not just talking, you know, short weekend, but there are people who are off for the summer and would do a two or three week vacation with their kids and a pet. And you know, when you have the kids... And the pet, you have to really be
0: organized. You have to, the bowl. So we would get the bowl, get food, get a travel container if you don't have one. Right. Look so for want, travel right. products. Like I said, Solve makes some great ones. Um, so does Cruise and so does Gamma Two. They just have a lot of great travel products. Well, for they could go your to your, dog.
1: they could go to your, uh, show. And yeah. Go on be- Best
0: Bets for Pets or go to Pet Life Radio and look up, you know, travel products and right. different types of products. But, um, so an emergency kit. Can- uh, yeah, first aid kit is crucial because this one comes with this uh, product. I think it's called Clotted, and it just stops any kind of cut. You just put it there, and it stops. And then you have the bandage, and at least you're okay until you can get to a vet. If it's a severe cut, you know. And um, for
1: and for ticks, you got to think about ticks. For, sure. for ticks, the you must for the ticks. you must treat your animal every month. I mean, that is. You know, and they become these ticks become resistant. Well, treat,
0: but with either whatever you use, Revolution right. or Frontline or, or whatever it is, take care of the the ticks and the fleas because otherwise you this well, year it, is They be just be go whoosh. It starts out as a little problem and then it becomes an annoying problem and it just grows exponentially. Right. I mean, if you've never had fleas in your house. <laughs>
1: That would teach you. Forget it. It's a terrible thing. I mean, when I uh, when I got Daniel, they treated him. I never had treated my cats. They never went out. I have a screened-in patio, and it's pet screen, so it's very little, you know. And I missed a month, and uh, ugly. And I spent probably two weeks bombing my house. I had them, you know, groomed, and she was kind enough to let me keep them there for a day and it really was in my patio what did i know i bombed my patio 3 times and i would go out there with white socks and when nothing was on my white socks it was clear it was very very foolish of me i never had it even in new york i never even had that you hey, know in some places get very buggy and, and now I do the perimeter. I also, not only do I do them monthly, but I have a spray that I go around and do the perimeter. And when the exterminator comes, and he uses natural stuff if he comes in my house, but when he does the complex, he will come in the back of my screen patio, and he will do the perimeter also, and the trees. And they say this year is going to be, they have three new uh, species of ticks And, you know, not only can we get sick from ticks, I mean, if you've ever met anybody who has, you know, Lyme disease, and it takes an awful lot to even detect it, you go for a lot of tests before, it's not a happy thing. And these new ones that they're coming out with, they said are even going to be worse for our health. Once you change something on the dial... The other part of the dial starts to go a little wacky.
0: Okay, so great ideas and for any kind of summer travel. Anything in closing?
1: No, just uh, be safe out there and take care of your pets. And if you can, get them chipped. Certainly, you should have something in your wallet or something. In, and This is something important. You should think about who you would like to leave your pet to. In case of God forbid an emergency, you know, after nine eleven, a lot of pets were left, you know, without their owners, and I think that's when fostering—I could be wrong—started, where people would take in pets, you know, that were left behind. No, it started before
0: that. But what you're okay. saying is, in case I go on a trip, I should think about you my should, will. No,
1: anywhere, you could go to the supermarket. I think we should think about who you would want to give your pets to in case anything should happen. I think to that's you. another show. Well, I. I'm just bringing it up it's something to think about and next time we have the show they'll be thinking about it yep in closing I want to wish everybody uh, a happy 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 with the upcoming summer you know wherever you go uh, arrive safely and be patient there's a lot of people on the road I want to thank my producer Mark I want to thank Michelle for uh, joining it's always nice to have you on and I want to just say I'm glad I'm back and let's live life unleashed bye bye